All right, yeah, we're going to make this a quick one because I need to eat something real fast before I go back up to Goodyear to get this tire worked on. And uh, yeah, let's find a song we can do. Make it a simple song. What we got? What we got? What's, today is the 14th. We can do song 14. Let's see here. Yes, yeah, a short and simple one. Here we go. This is. For the choir director of David, and it's, yeah, of David, a portrait of sinners. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the human race to see if there is one who is wise, who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will evildoers never understand? They consume my people as they consume bread. They do not call on the Lord. Then they will be filled with dread, for God is with the house who for God is with those who are righteous. You sinners frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh that Israel's deliverance would come from Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, yes, that our deliverance has already come from Zion. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are restoring our fortunes and that we can rejoice. We can be glad. And we thank you, Lord, for this word, Exodus 13, as we go through it, to speak to our hearts. Give us some new insights. Let us chew on it. Let it marinate and uh, really devour it and enjoy it. And savor it. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. Here we go. Exodus 13. Uh, Exodus 12. We talked about the Passover. So now we are in Exodus 13. It says, The Lord spoke to Moses. Consecrate every firstborn male to me, the firstborn from every womb among the Israelites, both man and domestic animal. It is mine. Then Moses said to the people, remember this day when you came out of Egypt, out of the place of slavery for the Lord brought you out of here by the strength of his hand. Nothing leavened may be eaten today in the month of Arab. I mean, Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, when he swore to your fathers that he would give you a land flowing with milk and honey, you must carry out this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Unleavened bread is to be eaten for those seven days. Nothing leavened may be found among you, and no yeast may be found among you in all your territory. On that day, explain to your son, this is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. Let it serve as a sign for you on your hand and as a reminder on your forehead, so that the Lord's instruction may be in your mouth. For the Lord brought you out of Egypt with a strong hand. Keep this statute at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers and gives it to you, you are to present to the Lord every firstborn male of the womb. All firstborn offspring of the livestock you own that are males would be the Lord's. You must redeem every firstborn of a donkey with a flock animal. 
but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. However, you must redeem every firstborn among your sons. Verse 14, in the future, when your son asks you, what does this mean? Say to him, by the strength of his hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn male in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of humans and the firstborn of livestock. That is why I sacrificed to the Lord. That is why I sacrifice to the Lord all the firstborn of the womb that are males, but I redeem all the firstborn of my sons. So let it be a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead, for the Lord brought us out of Egypt by the strength of his hand. The route of the Exodus, verse 17. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them along the road to the land of the Philistines, even though it was nearby. For God said, the people would change their minds and return to Egypt if they face war. So he led the people around toward the Red Sea along the road of the wilderness, and the Israelites left the land of Egypt in battle formation. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, because Joseph had made the Israelites swear a solemn oath, saying, God will certainly come to your aid. Then you must take my bones with you from this place. They set out from Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to lead them on there, on their way during the day and in a pillar of fire to give them light at night so that they, so that they could travel day or night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night never left its place in front of the people. The biggest thing that kept standing out to me was talking about that mark on the forehead, a sign on your hand, and as a reminder on your forehead. There, we're going to talk about, once again, that's going to be brought up in Revelation, and it's somewhere in Ezekiel that's going to be brought up. But yeah, we won't go there yet. We will not go there yet, because that's some deep stuff. All right, let me read these notes, and then we're going to close it out. I'm going to eat the rest of my leftovers from yesterday. And, uh, yeah, here we go. It says, the Tony Evans notes say, uh, when the Israelites arrived in the land of the Canaanites, every firstborn male, man and animal, was to be presented to the Lord since God had spared the firstborn of Israel. The people were to redeem every firstborn son by offering a sacrifice from their flocks. It says similarly, similarly, I struggle with that word. I don't know why. Similarly, similarly, similarly. There we go. The acts of baptism and the Lord's Supper provide Christian parents visual pictures to help them instruct their children about the redemptive work of God through Jesus Christ. Taking advantage of such opportunities is part of how we bring children up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Yeah, um, we do communion the the first Sunday of every month. I've thought about at times doing it more often though, like weekly. Sometimes daily I've thought about it, but yeah. It adds a level of, when you do it at church at least once a month, it adds a level of uh, reverence and high regard. So, 
Yeah. And then yeah, baptism. I've never actually seen a baptism done at our church before. I know they do it, but I've never seen it. I've been to many churches where yeah, baptism was done and I know they do it at my church. I haven't seen them do it yet, as far as I remember. Maybe they did and I just don't remember. I just can't yeah. Anyway, I've only been going there for off and on for about two years now, so uh yeah. Baptism. Baptism, baptism and communion. I'm trying to think if there are any other traditions that churches I've been to do that are pretty interesting or significant. Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. I remember we used to say the Lord's Prayer a lot in my grandma's church, like at the end of every service. Um, they would do the Ten Commandments at the beginning and they would do the Lord's Prayer at the end. And we would all hold hands and pinkies in the air and then we would sing this song like something about and blessings and honor and glory and power for now and ever, for now and ever. For now and ever. And then my uncle, Philip, a.k.a. Fowl, uh, he would do this because he was a pastor, uh, still is a pastor of that church. And he would say some, like, phrase. I don't even know what he said. It was just, like, jarble to me. And then everybody would say, amen. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool experience. I, I look forward to going back to my grandma's church at some point which is technically my great-grandfather's church, um, my late-grandfather in St. Louis. All right, uh, let's read these notes. Uh, when the Israelites departed Egypt, God did not lead them down the nearest road because it led to the Philistines. God knew they were not ready to face opposition, so he led them toward the Red Sea and into the Sinai Peninsula. I know this has nothing to do with, with that, I mean, kind of does. It kind of does. Basically, what I'm going to say is like God knows what we're prepared to handle. And he's he prepares us before we run into the battles that we face, the oppositions that we face in life. And I don't know. I've just been thinking I'm going to try to tie this in. I've just been thinking a lot about the things that I desire in my life. Um, There's some things one of the biggest things is to be married again. And so I've been thinking like, it's been weird because I've been like kind of putting feelers out there with a few different ladies. Um, and it's weird. It's, it's a weird time. I know cause I know I'm not ready for that right now, but the few feelers I put out, it's like the doors like shut like it's like it seems like there's like a glimpse of daylight and then it's like nobody crickets ghosts slam the door or in my spirit i was like nah i shouldn't you know even though there's daylight there is an opportunity there to be just friends or whatever it's like nah don't do that don't do that there's conviction there anyway my main point and thing I wanted to say with this is like, God knows what we're ready for. Um, we always want to ask, say, God bless me. God bless me. But we don't realize blessings 
always come with more responsibility. And so it requires higher levels of integrity and strength and fortitude and a don't give up attitude and yeah, just higher levels of emotional intelligence, soft skills, abilities to yeah, relate to folks and love people unconditionally. It's like, yeah, you have no clue what you're asking for, buddy. Um, so anyway, God knew that the Israelites were not ready to face the Philistines, their enemy. Because as you get blessed, as God blesses you and you move up in life and start to acquire more things, whatever, whatever the blessing is, there's going to be some Philistines that come or Philistines, as some people like to say, they're going to come into your life and it's not going to be easy. So in keeping with Joseph's Joseph's wishes, Moses took his bones with him so that they could bury him in the land that God had promised their family. Yeah, it's a cool little detail. Um, Joseph asked in 15, 24, 25, I mean, in not 15, Genesis 50, verses 24 through 25. Um, Joseph requested that his bones be preserved and taken into the promised land. All right, that's all we got on Exodus 13. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. I just pray for favor as I go back to this, uh, these folks at the Goodyear. Pray for favor, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, with this tire. I pray that just replace that joker. Just give me a new tire. And uh, instead of just trying to patch it up. And um, thank you, Lord, once again for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you. This is the day that you have made that we can rejoice and be glad in it. Um. For those that don't know you, I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they would recognize that they need you, that they need a savior, that you died on the cross for them and that they would repent. You said, uh, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and that they would just uh, repent and turn from their ways, Lord, and say, I'm just going to do things your way, God. And um, it's not our goodness, or our religious acts that save us, Lord. It's just surrendering our life to you, giving our life over to you and declaring that you are the one, that you are our savior. I pray that they would do that and that they would receive your forgiveness. Uh, they would receive the gift of eternal life. You dying on the cross for them. Um, because yeah, Romans six twenty three for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, the free gift that they would receive that eternal gift. They would receive um their sins being cleansed, them being washed, them being restored, your redemption, they will receive that and receive the truth of that. And then they will rebuke the lies of the enemy that would constantly bombard their minds and attack their minds. Even for those that have given their life over to you, I would just rebuke those lies that come against us that tell us that no one loves us, nobody cares for us. And whatever the situation that is always going to be like this, woe is me, just that Eeyore spirit, I break that off in the name of Jesus because it comes against me all the time. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, and uh, we replace the lies of the enemy with the truth of your word, that we are love, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you work all things together for the good of those who love you, who are called according to your purposes, and that we can trust in you with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we can acknowledge you, and you will continually direct 
our path. He said, resist the devil. He said, be not wise as we we are not wise in our own eyes. We can resist the devil and he has to flee. So we thank you that we stand on your word. This is our sword. We put on the, uh, as we go out today, we put on the helmet of salvation. And uh, we put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the um, shield of faith. And most of all, we carry the sword of the spirit and we will pray, pray by the spirit. We will pray, uh, give us scriptures to memorize so that we can um, we can pray and speak your word out loud all throughout the day, constantly interceding, just like you intercede for us in ways that we can't even imagine. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. About to eat. Shut it down. Post this real quick and then go get this car looked at. It's tired. All right. Deuces. Yes. Jesus, praise the Lord. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God. Yes, We don't want no devils in our house, God. Yes, Lord. We want the Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, God.